So can I tell you guys how serious this is? Oh, boy. So in my house right now, the Olympics channel has been on for a little while. So the Olympic trials are going on, the world championships all over the world. People are getting ready because you guys know that this year's 2020 is going to be the Summer Olympics. Right. Mm. This is so serious that where these athletes are performing, the stadiums are empty. Yeah. Because they are not allowing people. No, to it's wild. And, and watch these sports. And like, this is serious stuff. This is, these are people competing on the world stage. Like, number one in the world. Like, Training for the past four years for this moment. And, <laughs> and like, no one's no going to watch there. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like horrible. There's people that are still gathering outside the arenas, but like, the, the officials are not letting them in. They can't even... You know, you might as well go home and watch this stuff on TV. But it's crazy. It's crazy. I can only imagine if people like you traveled to, you know, support your loved one. Mm -hmm. No, straight up. If if you're like a part of extended family and you're not allowed into like, I guess, the physical camp or something Mm -hmm. like that. And you can't even get in on a spectator's ticket now. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, no, man. I, I don't. Like, I know that the it just keeps rising, but it's it's scary. Honestly, I think it's the media making it more than what it oh, is. Oh, absolutely. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, hey. <laughs> hey, no, I'm going to go off on that because I'm also like blessed to just be in local media, which I mm, always tell yeah. people, I'm like, I am not the media. Right. Like, yeah. I'm not. Like, local news is straight up a public service that I'm, I'm blessed to be a part of, but I'm literally telling people in this amazing one borough what mm. is going on down their block. Right. And obviously some national and international news too sprinkled in, but for the most part, it's a rundown of legit things mm-hmm. that actually affects you, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm not a talking head on CNN right. just talking about BS mm-hmm. for, because I we have to fill 24 hours, you know? Yeah. So, and I'm not, I feel like I know a lot more about obviously like coronavirus, like citywide and statewide. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. But, you know, it, it is calming down in China, you know, so they've gone through it. Yeah. It's kind of like I was talking about it with the doctors we had on the other week. It's kind of like, OK, yes, obviously it was freaking wild what right. you know they went through. But it's now uh, the numbers are going down, you know, so it's been right. like about what, like eight or nine weeks that they went through it. Right. OK, now it's here. It's obviously a lot less. Correct. You mm-hmm. know, so far. Um, we'll see. But um yeah. But as of right now, it's like, okay, if you time it that way, so technically, will it be over in the next right. nine? Obviously, you can never say that. But, right. you know, we were having that conversation. If it's already gone down over there where thousands yeah. of people were affected, okay, can we maybe, I don't even, I don't want to talk about that because I'm not, <laughs> but, it, but it was cool right. to talk with doctors about right. that. Like, hey, could we technically say that it'll be, quote unquote, over in, in the next, you know, like but it is going down over there, which is a good sign, period, mm-hmm. you know, so. Mm-hmm. Well, well, thank you for, for you know, clearing that up. Um, <laughs> yeah. That way I don't. But we're good. Too. We're good here, <laughs> we're you good. know, okay. like, yeah, that's <laughs> what I can talk to. I think that's to. like what the fear is, because now we have now it's in New York. Right. Mm-hmm. So now people are freaking the fuck out because it's in Maryland too. New York, yeah. you know. OK, so. There are four cases in my county, and it's like, Ooh. okay, right now, take it easy. But, okay. Not my county. So, she said, not my county. <laughs> not my county. Right. Not I'm my county. trying for the- it not to be my county, but <laughs> things do happen. Are the, are the people overreacting? You know, because we, we live in New York, so we ride the subway a lot. Now, we have people mm-hmm. that are riding the trains with surgical equipment. You know, they're wearing the gloves, the masks. They're like, please don't touch Get me. Out Get way. out my way. I, like, it. Are they going too far or or is it something that we actually really need to be safe about and like 
don't touch people. Please wash your hands. No, in general, just wash your hands. Because yeah. I don't know why people yes. don't wash their Number hands. One. Number yeah, one. Number <laughs> one. Wash your hands. <laughs> That's going to be another one of our tags. <laughs> Drink water. Wash, wash your hands. Your hands. Yes. <laughs> Add yes. it to the if list. If you do not find hand sanitizer at the store, please do buy soap. Yes. We were like freaking out about sanitizer. But it's just like, buy the soap. Wash your hands. Can we talk about you that? Know? Because like uh, there there are places running out of hand sanitizer. There are hospitals. I, I actually do someone's taxes that works in a hospital oh, wow. nearby. Okay. And they ran out of hand sanitizer. There's no hand sanitizer. Yeah. Wow. Because people are freaking the fuck out. Right. My mother works at Costco. Costco is wild. <laughs> there's yeah. no water. There's no water left. Out. No, there's no water. <laughs> or hand sanitizer. She was able to sneak out uh, a couple, uh, you know, Clorox wipes. <laughs> You <laughs> tucked them in the back. She had them in. Pop it in your Sorry, we don't have any more. No, no, I. No, sorry. <laughs> but no, it's serious. It's serious. It's oh, a man. good reminder, you know, all these things, all oh, clean surfaces in your house. But like, also, what's just like much more important at this point is it's the it's also the height of flu season. Of course. So if you compare, you know, however, we've at least. 100 or so now confirmed cases in New York State, not right. New York City, right. New York State. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, according to Governor Cuomo, last week, 15,000 people with the flu in hospitals across New York State. Wow. So it's like, just a reminder, mm-hmm. when you hear that number, this is what we deal with every winter, yes. is the flu. Right. Coronavirus, period, is, is literally... This strain obviously is more serious and one that we haven't seen yet. Correct. And that's why it's new and, you know, everyone's freaking out and we're seeing different, we're learning how to deal with it. But coronavirus in general is just, it's a cold, mm-hmm. you know? Right. I mean, we've all had it in some way, shape or form. It's just this particular strain. So it's kind of like, I just always like to remind people like, yeah, it's still good to wash your hands. So you don't get the <laughs> flu, you know? <laughs> Like, I would move away from someone coughing on the subway anyway. No matter what. Right. So, but. You coughing just a little too much for me today. Yeah. Like, I'm just going over here. Take a step back. Yes. Yeah. Don't walk in their air either. Like, if somebody just coughs into the air, just. I do the loop de loop. Yes, yes, yes. And just in, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just in general, I feel like people need to be like kind there also because mm. they're like, yes. you know, the be racism kind. is popping out, you know, against <laughs> Asians out here. <laughs> no, so seriously. Sad. No, it's, for I mean, real. It's true. It's, it's being documented all over. There's no need for this. Like, Mm-mm. let's do better, people. We know better. Let's do better. <laughs> Wash your hands. <laughs> That's it. Okay, so let's let's get the show on the road. We mm-hmm. we, we covered that. We're, we're done. We're <laughs> yeah, did it. I hope we don't have to talk about it yet. Another show. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> as you already know, adulting is hard. Add some chisme. I'm Evie. This is Ali. And I'm Julie. And this is Dike Chisme, where we serve you chisme with a side of life lessons every Thursday at five. At five p.m. Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> <laughs> So continuing on with our O2 Fearless Women, today we are on with Jessica Cunnington. Hey. Hi. (laughs) So happy to be here. Thank you, ladies. No, thank you. Thank you for joining us, for making the time for us. Duh. So excited. Taking the time out of your busy schedule to spend some time with us. Anything for women, Mm. you know? That's right. That's right. And also, happy uh, International women's day yes. ladies 
Likewise, likewise. It's hard to say. <laughs> woot woot. <laughs> a woot woot. <laughs> All of us. Yes, I'm so happy to be spending it with you guys. Yeah. Same. So happy. I say that I feel like I have to be extra sophisticated today because Jessica, it, for our listeners, Jessica is an official accredited journalist. She is a reporter and an editor and sometimes camerawoman. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. Oh, every day. She, yeah. All the, yes. all the things. All, every day, all, all the things. things. Yeah. Every day you <laughs> carry the camera around? Yes. That's a, see, women doing mm-hmm. the damn all things. things. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> Cameraman is the coin thing. Right. No, we have camera women out, camera persons, mm-hmm. camera people. <laughs> yes. Camera operators. <laughs> And Jessica is one of them. So like I said, I feel like we just have to be extra on point today because dealing with someone who who does this for a living, how does it feel to be someone, how does it feel to come on to podcast and talk about the things that you uh, have to do every day? Um, I mean, it's great. Like, A, I'm I'm so grateful because I get to do the job that I love. Mm -hmm. So number one, I'm always aware, you know, even though it is a crazy job and I am doing five jobs a day, um, I I love it. And I think we all deserve to love what we do. Uh So any chance I get to like show the reality of what it is, but then still Mm -hmm. be able to say that I walk into work every day and I freaking love what I do is just like... Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm honored, you know? So, but to also get the word out, cause not a lot of people understand TV, you know, obviously the, it's, it's a visual thing. So he, getting, mm-hmm, right. you know, obviously hearing comments from like men about obviously the TV. Oh, so you, so you, so you stand there and, and, you know, you look pretty and you put on. <laughs> oh Actually. Yeah, bro. Right. You want to try? <laughs> L- let's go. I'll, I'll give you a rundown. Like men actually say this to you? I mean, even even women, I think just like people people don't get TV the way it works nowadays. Yes, right. when I'm at the top, top level one day, mm-hmm. if I if I if and when I get there, like yes, when I will You will. I'm 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 learning what my what my goals are. You know, I'm kinda right. like my right. that's kinda shifting and I'm sure we'll talk about that too. But <laughs> whatever. To yes. When I get there, if I want that, um Exactly. I mm-hmm. Uh, then yeah, you got a whole team and you know, you've gotten to that point, but I love, especially in local news too. Like I'm the one out there actually interviewing the person Then I'm walking back, getting back to the station and writing that story myself because I just interviewed that person about their life, you know, and I, I'm Mm -hmm. editing it accordingly. And I'm basically the creative director, you know, also the reporter, and then I'll anchor completely different news, you know, sitting in the studio. So I just love, I guess, letting people know the the complexity of the job, that it's mm, not mm-hmm. just reading someone else's words. And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That we're really in the community every day. Um, and at the drop of a hat, you know, someone gets shot or a fire breaks out and you got to drop what you're doing and then switch your mindset and go and figure it out because people at home are right they need to know know what happened right they need to know yeah so and it's the bad stuff and it's also the good stuff because everyone loves to hate on the news for being negative and and (laughs) Mm -hmm. like yeah but if you watch past like the first three to four minutes of the show, I promise you that's the beauty of covering one borough and Mm -hmm. a borough Mm -hmm. as amazing as the Bronx is that 
We do cover the good too. We're not driving to Jersey. We're not driving to Manhattan to get stories. Like, yes, of course, sometimes if the mayor is announcing something massive and we have to go down to City Hall, duh. Right. Mm-hmm. But day to day, you know, we're keeping our crew only in the Bronx and everywhere in the Bronx to cover what's going on. And that also includes the good, you know, like your little sister's amazing after school program that she's in at her school. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, mm-hmm. I've done that a million times. And those are the days I walk away, like having hope that the world is, we're going to be okay you know right the future um beautiful so long tangent way of answering like I'm so happy to always talk about the job because a I love it and I feel lucky to love my job and then also just to make people aware of what it is actually like because people kind of have this view of like always like oh this is how they make movies or this is how they make tv and Mm -hmm. you know you know people people don't get it like yes when it comes to like anything any part of the creative process right having a business this podcast or you Mm -hmm. know being on news 12 it's just like okay you just showed up and and did it and that that was it it's like actually no this hour podcast took like eight hours behind the scenes you know Mm -hmm. and people don't know that until they actually get involved or see it firsthand so it's great that you are actually able to you know get on these platforms and speak about it and say hey actually so this is what i had to do so that was actually going to be my next question to you mm. what is like what is a day in the life of jess mm-hmm. um like i want to know from like sunrise to <laughs> to when you're on the anchor at night like wh- what actually are you doing all day every day for work um so weird schedule first of all which i've kind of always been on the night or evening end of things okay. i have friends that wake up at 1.30 a.m. for work, but I've just never been on that shift. I'm like 2 right. p.m. to 11 p.m.-ish. Um, so I get mornings to myself, which is great. That's you know, nice. I think for really nice. life and mental health probably and, you know, just starting yeah. your day the way you want mm-hmm. instead of the alarm going off and like racing Ooh, out of bed to go yeah. get to work. Yeah. It's like... Even loving your job, it's like you can't to have that second or like obviously yes. a few hours in the morning to myself is like amazing. You know, if I need to sleep in, I will freaking sleep in. Yeah. And, and to have that like luxury, I guess, is yes. great, you know, to like slowly, gradually start my day. If I need to like run a million errands, yeah. no one's at the store, you, the you know, it's it. great. Yeah. Um, obviously, I really try to like get outside. That's my number one thing. Even if it's 20 degrees, if it's sunny, like I'm going right. to a park or like just That's to important. look at greenery. Like I it need is. that. Um, I live right between like the East River and Central Park. So like the park is like, I just need that mm-hmm. um, in my life. So I try to start my day, even if I'm, I'm not running or being active, which I do try to do. Number one, if the weather's nice, um, running's kind of like, my outlet. I don't really go to the gym or anything okay. like that. I just like okay. don't. I bless you because I watched your Insta stories and I'm like, yo, yes, I wish, but I can't. It's just not it's like true. it's true. It's just not it's the way I'm gonna, you know, be active. So I recognize and I respect you so much. Thank you. So I just need to be it's outside. About knowing yourself. Like, yes, amen. So Great. we make that decision, but um. So, yeah, so before work, doing any sort of combination of those things, basically. Um, Take the sticks every day to work and then um, get to work. And basically, I open up a program that we have that basically, like, lines up what everyone's assignment is for the day. Sure. Since I'm coming in, you know, basically halfway through the workday, usually it's, like, assigned for the night people. Um, Although I've obviously been at News 12 a while and I know a lot of people, so I pitch a lot of my own stories. Okay. Um, So either I've set up the story myself for that day or 
something just, you know, I didn't. And obviously something that popped up during the day needs to be covered. So they give it to a night person. So then I just grab my gear, my camera, tripod. We all kind of share like news cars. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'll grab a car, head out to the story, shoot the story. Um, interview the necessary people, get a bunch of a bunch of video um, to cover for that story. You know, like that's the difference between right. like newspaper and TV. Yeah, I absolutely. could literally just show up with my phone, press record, interview mm-hmm. you. You know, especially in like sensitive stories too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to, it's a lot to to show your face and talk about something super emotional or something that you know you're you're yeah. okay with opening up but then when you the camera shows up you know so there's a yes. lot of like yeah you clam up yeah right so i'm like you know it's a, it's a lot of obviously people skills you know and i right. i've always been a people person that's why i love this job to just walk mm-hmm. up to whoever and yeah. and try to make an instant connection and make them feel comfortable and if that you know, means that I take a lot of extra time and, you know, cut it really close in terms of my deadline. Like that's Mm -hmm. worth it to me if you're going to feel more comfortable. Like nothing makes me more mad than like, uh, you know, and sometimes it needs to be done, but I've really tried to not literally just like knocking on someone's door, asking them a question, shoving the microphone in their face and walking away. It's like, no you're a human. So whether it's something emotional or not, like you deserve the time, you know, and we're your local news. So, (laughs) um, so again, whatever the story may be, um, obviously shoot it, things change. So it could be assigned one thing. Like I said, you get a call, there's a massive fire on the other side of the Bronx. You're the only one they could send. So you switch gears and you go, um, I get back to the station or I try to get back as obviously early as possible, but like, I don't know, um, by like maybe five or five mm-hmm. thirty to start ingesting those, the video, you know, and right. interviews that I just did and, um, start writing it because I need to be on set in a dress and looking presentable by 659 oh wow okay so this was like no time so wow lol so lol on when you go out to do these stories are you by yourself are you in sneakers yeah Yeah. she said are you in sneakers no straight up (laughs) are you running yeah like i yeah i have a complaint i just bring a dress every day i wear one outfit like To go out and yeah. just run around, and especially the winter, you know, I'm not Absolutely. really wearing a dress in 20 degrees when right. I have to be outside shooting video. Like, no. So, um, <laughs> so then I'll just completely change basically for the show and do like full on makeup for being right. on, on, you know, in the All studio, to bring so. us the news. All to bring us the local Bless news. You. Okay, <laughs> thank you. So. <laughs> So you, I, <laughs> I couldn't do all that. I'm tired. I'm like, you know what? Ali. You're gonna get the news just like this. <laughs> Literally leaning on something. Yeah. <laughs> Hair undone. So, <laughs> all right. Can't you see the situation behind me, Zaya? <laughs> <laughs> I'm dressed for the occasion. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> we have to get back on yes, the series. No? Yes. No, but, but basically, yeah. I'm dead. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. This is why it needs this to be explained. let my ass up there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, okay. So, you go out. You get your story. You do your interviews. Mm-hmm. You get back to the station at around five. Write your story. Are you editing and, and doing all the... Cre- okay. Wow. So, <laughs> 
So never complaining I'll again. I'll start whatever I can before seven. <laughs> sure. But like then I just have to. If I'm like I wrote two sentences and yeah. I didn't really get to it, you know, like some right. some obviously some stories are more involved or I'm connected to it more like emotionally where I'm like oh my god I want to make sure like yeah. at the absolute best or or it's just a long interview and you know yeah. I did I do that to myself but <laughs> you know it's like. I try to start writing it on the drive home, just like, oh, what am I going to put for, you know, it's like, again, yes, it'd be having a cameraman, great, you know, to like, so you can really focus on the story, but also I'm so used to just doing it all that then Mm. it's all in my head. You know what I mean? Like, I know what shots I got. I know what questions (laughs) I asked them. I know that I zoomed in at that moment. Like, so it is, you know, it's a really an art because it's like, I'm literally the director. Like, yes, it's a lot, but also I know everything I have because I did it, you know? Right. Then when I am with the cameraman, you know, I love them to death, but I'm like over their shoulder, like, all right, can you get that? Did you get... Did you, did you zoom? Did you? Can you? Can you get on, that angle? On. Can you? They're like, that's wrong. Yes, that's that's Jess, wrong. Jess, I got did you. Catch that, you know? Did you catch that tear? Did you catch it? <laughs> yes. Come on. So blessed. But um, <laughs> so the stories that you're that you're covering during mm-hmm. the day, right? You're, that you're working on during the day, they air in the morning or. Um. Sometimes, usually, I'll do. Um. Usually, it'll be due at 10 p.m. and I'm anchoring that 10 p.m. show. So I anchor the 7, 7.30, which is a Brooklyn show. We also weirdly, this is also a weird thing people don't understand. We have our own re- separate reporters and like building in Brooklyn. Sure. That are, those reporters are running around Brooklyn all day, just like we do in the Bronx, right. getting those stories for that borough. Mm-hmm. But um, we, as an anchor at News 12, we also anchor the Brooklyn shows sure. out of our building. Got right. it. Okay. So Even though you, just, you know you what just I mean, take all the collective stories and you right. Here's Tom with the story here in literally wherever in right. Brooklyn. Exactly. Can't name at this time. Yep. So but, it's like yeah. completely different news coming from those reporters right. that have yeah. shot all that video all day. But yeah. I'm just physically in the Bronx. I'll anchor the Bronx show Got and then you. we immediately just like air it Got in you. Brooklyn. Different news, whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's going to sound like a lot of shows, and it is, but when I say 7, 7.30, 8, 8.30, and then I have like an hour and 15 minutes to finish Jeez. what I started at 5 p.m. when I got back, that story, right. I run back out to the editor, finish it, and usually it's due at 10, but 10 I need to be again back in, the in the studio, and I Dressed. solo Dressed. that show. Uh-huh. So you definitely do need Stop. your mornings. Yes. Yeah. In conclusion. In conclusion. Thank you, guys. Yes. Right. You get me. I got from all of this. This is amazing. I'm like so impressed. Right. I, me too. I'm just I'm like, just like oh, wait, yeah. what? I don't even know. Because I'm thinking about like, okay, so this story that you start out your day with mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you get back to the office and you're like, okay, I'm going to start. You really only have like two maybe three if you're lucky hours to get it all together that's amazing right that's crazy and then by the end of it it ends up being like a 10 minute or seven minute or how how typically long does it end up being after it's all edited right oh max your your segment max like and they get mad if it's two minutes like usually a a, a news story should be like one minute and 30 seconds okay Wow. So we get all that video wow. and all that interviews, but you need all background. You know, you Absolutely. need to yes. yeah, ask yeah, all to those questions, obviously, to know what wow. you're writing about. So it's, you know, 
That's wow. so hard. That's amazing. That's yeah, and th- yeah. <laughs> we're all I'm like seven like, minutes. No, like I'm like all day of work. Okay, you get seven solid minutes. No, under two. No. What? Yeah. Right. And then think okay. about you get all that for a, for a max two minute. Like I did a my first documentary, like a thirty minute documentary documentary on the one year anniversary of Junior mm-hmm. being murdered. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it was like. Obviously, if you're getting this much on the daily for something that's going to be a minute 30, it was like to then have enough for a 30 minute documentary. It's like now you understand like why movies take forever, you know, or like obviously like obviously they have, you know, crews on crews on crews and it's just Mm -hmm. me. But like, you know, so comparatively it's like it is crazy like you think all that for like seven minutes and it's like nah, that was my like two. But yeah, yeah, so it's so yeah, it's a lot. But it's, <laughs> it's awesome. Expensive. You know, like we all in our own industries do, whether it's, you know, obviously technical or not creative or whatever. It's like, you know, when you when you think about how you do your job each day, it's yeah. like, damn. But again, I think not a lot of people understand TV and like especially yeah. local. Like we don't have right. all the lighting that, you know, the big guys do. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we just have to do more jobs and multitask which you know what as women we just do anyway <laughs> we do we so well do every job. let's that's be right. real yes. that's right <laughs> so what is the what is the 10 o'clock anchor show is that a completely different thing or yeah it's it- just basically our neck like kind of the late night okay um yeah the late night evening is that when your cast, your yeah. two minute story airs or mostly it'll okay. air in that <laughs> yeah um and i'll obviously go through you know i'm reading all the stories of day the day but included in that sure. i'll like kind of toss to mm-hmm. that story that you know it's just me gotcha so so your story will continue to like circulate and air multiple times it won't just air that one time at 10 yeah um because okay. we are 24 hours so like right we have exactly those... so they'll just keep yep. circulating yep yep, okay, yep. Great. yeah, yeah as everyone else's does too like all the other reporters you know what i mean mm-hmm, just at different mm-hmm. we all have different I'm, I'm trying to think of how i watch the news now and i'm like okay so sometimes i will see a story mm-hmm. more a than couple once times. yes just because the news is on for so long and because right. you know it was a it was a breaking news story or it was mm-hmm. something really you know impactful or something like that so for yeah. sure awesome yeah so i like with all this information i just want to know um how do you get to this point um what led you to choose this career? Mm-hmm. Um, Cause you seem very passionate about what you do. I saw, I've seen a couple of your interviews and I can hear in your voice, right. and just the way you ask the questions. I could tell that you care about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I just want to know, I'm curious to know um, what led you to choose this career path and um, what keeps you so passionate about, mm. you know, doing what you do. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we all have bad days, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. We all have days that we were just like, what am I doing? What <laughs> I don't want to be here right now. Right. But, um, <laughs> so up. I guess this is a question that has multiple questions. Yeah. Within it. So I guess first, what led you to choose this career path? Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, you're very passionate about the job, uh, the work you do. What keeps you going at the end of the day? Um, well, I was telling um, Julissa on the phone, like, 
I wish I had. And I always say this. I'm like, I wish I could tell you that, oh, I was five and I watched the movies for the first time. And I just knew, you know, like, no, but, um, but it took me a little while. You know, I think, you know, when you're choosing something at freaking 17, 18 years old, what to do for the rest of your life. First that's of all, what, that's dumb. Right. I hate that so Let's much. Be real. I know. Cause like I changed, you know what I mean? It takes a little while, sometimes, sometimes 20 years, like, you know, we're watching people older than us just quit and be like what am I doing you know so I'm grateful I kind of figured it out early ish but I went to college for one thing um and speech pathology like great great career (laughs) um for anyone who does it I actually have a few friends one of my some of my close uh close friends that ended up going that route um super rewarding always in demand I mean, I think I just chose it for those practical reasons, but like, I am not a science and math person. Like, mm, okay. I think I just, I don't know. It was like, and also the communication portion of that. Like to me, I love people. I love right. conversing. And to me, like giving kid, someone that, yeah. Right. Who can't, you know, speak mm. correctly. You know, I would love to obviously help them with that so they can go on with their life and be great and, you know, or a stroke right. victim or something like yeah. that um, to help them learn how to talk again. So all of that part of it was super interesting to me. And I just got to college and kind of realized the college I was at wasn't for me. Mm. Um, something like I was at, I went to UMass, like, again, not to knock UMass, um, but it was just like, you know, you just realize, like, all right, this doesn't feel right I don't feel like I'm driven but like I don't feel like this is the place to like nurture me and lift me up um and so I literally kind of knew I'm the first kid I'm the oldest of four in my family so it was like very much like when I got home from college I was like Jess how's college oh my god you know whatever and I was very involved in high school so I think a lot of people like my family was like ready for me to you know, just really own just be college, great. right? Just be great, and that first child <laughs> syndrome, whatever. Yes, but I um. Yes. So eventually, just kind of like long story short, just reevaluated. Hey, if I'm gonna transfer schools, yeah. then like maybe I should look at everything. Like, if I'm gonna change schools, like, do I really want to? Is be this a, the career yeah. I want to wake up every single day for the next fifty years and do? Like, mm-hmm. that was a big question and kind of yeah. dramatic, but also like. Right kind of true you know like all right let me kind of realize that this is like one life and I kind of just looked at all the things that make me me and Mm. this was like young Jess obviously now I'm so much more me but you know what are the things that I love and that get me excited and that I'm good at and it was kind of just people and um I love people have no problem speaking to anyone kind of was like the public speaking girl and yeah. I'd always grown up dancing and singing. So kind of just like that aspect of like a stage or whatever, like not nervous or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess when I just like started reading different descriptions of like communications, like okay. careers, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, Oh, TV. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a good long form writer straight mm. up. Right. Yeah. Like oh, academic papers. I was always, you know, like, uh-huh. um, I don't know, took a lot to like organize my thoughts in that way. TV is great. In a minute and a half, I'm going to let you know what's going on in a, in a personable way. <laughs> boom. It's over. And I, I was like, so you know boom. what? Okay. Because Literally. Right. Definition of. End. Yes. I, so boom. <laughs> this is it. In a minute and a half, I got you. So, um, so yeah, I went for it. But at that point, I, I didn't know that 
we were going to have to shoot all of our own stuff. Edit all of our own stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah. And like, yeah. thank God I love that portion too. Like right. I, but oh, like, yeah. it was cool learning that, oh, this is, this is going to be the scope of the job. And I mm-hmm. ended up loving all aspects. It's a lot, but like, I kind of just like, you know, fell into it that way. And okay. My first job was down in Virginia. They kind of tell you in school, like, oh, you're going to have to start small. Can't just, like, graduate at 23 years old and be on CNN. Like, duh, you need to obviously make your mistakes and grind it out. What and do you mean? That was my dream. I, I thought this was going to go right there. As you know, there are some people that think you can just nab your fingers. I was going to be right that. there with Don Lemon. I knew yes. it. Yes! <laughs> I just knew it. 23 right out of school. Yes. I was going to have $6 million in my pocket. <laughs> Life is good. I'm, I'm good. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> exactly. So, so funny. So yeah. you went to Virginia. Yep. Mm. Like central Virginia, little city called Charlottesville. It's like where UVA is. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. it actually is absolutely beautiful. It's at the foot of the Blue Ridge Mountains. Like, But I didn't know it was. Uh, I have some family in like southwest Virginia, but like. I don't know, nowhere near here. So went there, didn't know anyone and obviously Mm -hmm. worked like every shift under the sun and worked weekends was like one of two reporters on the weekend. So it was like nuts. I would do like six, seven stories a day. Like, oh my goodness. um, Wait, the way you just described, because that's crazy. um, (laughs) Kind of like, like one of them would be for a minute and a half long one, but Mm -hmm. then I would have to show up to other stories to shoot them and write them but make them shorter yeah to fill up time in this show because it's like we're a little station you know like yes so um it was wild it was a grind though and i i just doing it every day obviously when you get a job and you get to do something every day you get better at it duh um and that was that was great um even though it was crazy had no vacation till like till my year mark and then at my year mark um i had been you know the few months before that kind of thinking, you know, like, could I move on? Like I've, I've learned so much here, yeah. but like maybe I could start like putting feelers out. And I had always just growing up in the New York area, knew of news 12, mm-hmm. um, in all the different regions. So I knew it was a good feeder place to go next to mm-hmm. then continue on to like one of the bigger New York sta- city stations. So it was always like an option for me of like the next thing to do and there happened to be an opening and i timing is so weird but um at my year mark obviously the first time i can get vacation was the same time my cousin was getting married so i was gonna take vacation like yes thank you finally so i went home for the wedding and while i was home i just like emailed news 12 and was just like i'm gonna be home for literally 24 hours um and i see you have an opening and <laughs> let's get this interview going <laughs> they literally yeah they called me in and like did an interview right. definitely thought they hated me because i was like oh they were probably like what does this girl know about like the bronx you know like she's <laughs> yeah, right. coming from virginia it's gonna be so different here you know obviously i grew up in the area but like the suburbs you know mm-hmm. and um but you know i don't know i've they gave me the job and I took it and now it's like six years later. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. So time flies. So that's how I got there. And then what keeps me motivated um, is honestly people. Um, I think obviously being uh, even on a bad day, a quote unquote personal bad day for me, if I wake up just like feeling off or like not into it and you know, like I'm on the train being like, oh, what's today going to bring? Cause that's the other thing is like, sometimes you have no idea 
most of the time. You have no idea what you're walking into um, on a news day. So it's kind of like, I hope it's just something like smooth and easy, you know, um, that can pop in and out. And, but then it's like the day happens and you meet people and it's like, you forget about that feeling of like feeling down because you like meet Mm -hmm. an incredible person. Um, whether it's, you know, a quote unquote sad story, you're still making a human connection or if it is a positive story, like I've just like, cry you know cry during interviews of just like wow like humans are beautiful yeah. and like so it's like you completely forget about like feeling down that day it's so a like, i experience. get my energy from other people even a literal right. random stranger right. like on the train so the fact that like getting into a deeper conversation being able to interview people on a daily basis is like mm-hmm. you know gets me just like keeps me going for the next you know right so thank you so much. yeah something something <laughs> interesting that you said mm-hmm. um earlier was that at earlier at an early age um, when you were going through college you realized that this was not the path for you when you were studying something else what do you owe what do you owe making that switch that uh changing your mind or not even change your mind but mm-hmm. actually realizing hey this is not for me let me explore other options because I feel like m- many women and just many people in general have that issue where they may feel stuck and they may feel as if this may not be it mm. this may not be what's for me um so what do you think pushed you to to explore and to look outside of your comfort zone I think yeah it's kind of crazy to think about that now because I'm like wow like I actually can't really picture myself Mm -hmm. doing I mean anything else if not like many other things Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. like how did I know like thank god you know (laughs) like god I was quote unquote (laughs) right I guess but like wow like I I you just like asking me that question. I've never put myself <laughs> back in that moment really. Right. And th- thought about it that way. Like I tell the story, obviously like of like how I switched just my major back then. It was just a major. Yeah. But kind of obviously hoping that I better be right this next time. Can't switch schools again. I can't, right. you know, like, <laughs> and, and then learning more about the job. So, and then continuing to love it. So that's kind of crazy, but um, yeah, I guess I owe a lot because what if, what if I didn't pick that, this, and, yeah. right. um, and obviously, you know, we're women, we adjust and I probably would have, you know, stayed me, but I wonder if how long it would have taken to get off that track again, to right. maybe find this again. Like it is right. weird, like that domino effect, but, um, but yeah, I think it was just, again, I was so young, like, mm-hmm. you know, now I know myself so much better, so I don't yes. I think it really was the environment I was in, like the the college, the, I knew something was off about the school. Yes. And that's such a generalization, you know, but I just felt, I just really felt the people around me were, or maybe the people I met there Mm -hmm. weren't, I was just so pumped for life. You know, I went to college and I was so, I was like, let's go, you know, this is like the next chapter of life. Like let's freaking Mm -hmm. do it. And, and I just didn't feel that around me. Um, so, you know, that inkling led me to then the bigger change, which was like the life path, you know, the career path change. So, 
That is so powerful. I don't know, but it's very powerful. I actually had this conversation a couple nights ago mm-hmm. um, in regards to just being surrounded around yes. people. You know, so. I was talking about I was com- something completely different. I was talking about relationship wise. Mm. I couldn't be with someone that isn't as ambitious mm-hmm. as I am, and I understand that for some people that's not a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, how can I? flourish to my full potential if the people around me are so comfortable Mm -hmm. you know and Mm -hmm. i think that's for for you know your experience that's what it was you were just like i have so like i'm hungry yeah i don't know about y'all but i'm starving right right you know (laughs) yeah i'm starving and if y'all not hungry i need to find somewhere else to eat Mm -hmm. basically (laughs) basically it's also about listening to your intuition and not being afraid yes being afraid to Mm -hmm. make that change even though it may mean hey i'm lost i don't know exactly where i'm going but i'm going to make this change let's hope this is for the better. yeah so that was that took a lot that's why i asked that question and i took it all the way back to the right yeah and thank you for doing that because i feel like a lot of times like we don't give ourselves credit and Mm. i think that's a moment that i just kind of like talk about and kind of like yeah that happened but like you really made me feel like grateful for that decision that i made and and i don't think i've ever felt that about that decision it's right like oh i'm so grateful Mm -hmm. for everything i have now and what i've worked for and my life now and um and the people i love and you know whatever which is also great Mm -hmm. but like thank you for like Making me realize that because <laughs> no, damn, we don't sometimes give ourselves enough sometimes. From the outside, yes, to listen to your story, you're right. Um, to help one realize, like, oh wow, that did happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did that. Yeah. So thank so you. I appreciate you for that. <laughs> so um, we talked about you curating your own stories. Um, mm-hmm. You you briefly mentioned that when you were going into work, you either get assigned or sometimes you cre- you create your own stories. One of my favorite things about you is that I feel like you represent my community so well. Like I feel like you make it a business to show all aspects of what it is to, you know, like I'm a Bronx born and raised. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's really important to me that it's covered. So can we talk about like you creating your own stories and finding people in the Bronx? One of my favorite things that you do is like your daily posts of like someone that you meet on the train yes. or something like that. I think that's so cool. Yes. Daily fuel. So cool. yes. yes. So like you, you know, based and I should have mentioned it in the what's what motivates me, but like, yeah, since other people give me energy, it's like, that's the fuel that gets me either through that next half hour, you know, me just like beaming like to myself or like feeling those, like, just like the tingling inside of just like, wow, I just made this random human connection. I might literally never see them again in my life, but like that was freaking beautiful. And that's why we're all on this earth, you know? So whether it's like, I think about that for the next like half hour or like, three days I just like want to share that with people like half the time it's it's on my personal time because I do just talk to strangers you know I'm just that weirdo (laughs) like whatever um and I just want to like pass that on to like I I think just like so much of life is like perspective yes and to just give uh, through my story on the news or through a daily fuel post or something random that I did I think just always want to give someone, I always want to make someone feel something, especially Mm. through my work, but whatever that may be. But also I think the next most important thing is perspective. Um, If that can change your thought, whether you change your entire opinion on something or just for one second, read it and be like, huh, okay. You know, then that's enough. So I clearly had that in the moment that I meet these random people mm-hmm. um, or just believe that 
this moment should be like captured and then like passed on via social media. Um, so that like, thank you for recognizing, but I think like, we just need that, you know, we need that like reminder sometimes like we're so in our freaking own worlds and I definitely am too. But when you look up for one second, you can have like a a beautiful moment and like, Mm -hmm. you don't even know. What I what I keep hearing in this conversation is how, like you keep bringing the uh, the point that you get the energy from people, mm-hmm. right? And at the end of the day, about perspective, it's all at the end of the day about connection and about yeah. being able to connect, not even with your viewers, but with that person who you might be interacting with randomly on the train, like you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is your fuel that keeps you going. Yeah. Um, so thanks for sharing that because everybody has different things that keep them going. Yes. So that's part of your motivation. I, that you've said from the beginning is having that relationship with people even your career that you didn't you know mm-hmm. spoke about before was about making that connection with someone being able to um connect and language and communication etc so yeah thanks <laughs> thank you <laughs> here we are <laughs> <laughs> we women appreciate women. you and <laughs> 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 So I was going to say, so on that topic of women supporting women, mm-hmm. um, you touch, we touched brief, briefly on how um, camera women and your role um, in your job. How do you feel being a woman and being so involved with the community? What sort of changes have you been seeing behind the scenes? I'm very interested in basically the producers that you have to answer to or your bosses or anything. Do you see there's a general shift in the people that are choosing what kind of stories, for example, you can talk about in, in curating the kind of content? Do you see a shift in those kind of things? Are they asking you to be more diverse in the people that you're talking to? Um, being in the Bronx, obviously, you deal with a lot of diversity. It's mm-hmm. nothing but but Latin people and black people in the Bronx. So do you see from the people that are higher up and the people that do make the decisions, do you see them with more interest in women and people of color? I think, I mean, you said it. It's like, we are here to literally like serve the entire Bronx. So I think Mm -hmm. like, um, in inherently there's no like ulterior motive, you know, of like any kind. And, and that's, Mm -hmm. and I'm super blessed to, um, have been at news 12 for so long where I do pitch so many stories that they're just like, you know, they get it. They're like, oh, Jess, we get it. You're out in the community all the time. So like any story I pitch, they're just like, we get it. Like she's vetted. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like it, it's, right. it's going to be good. And you're telling us it's this, or this is their, you know, their business or their passion or their, the challenge they're going through or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm lucky that I've really never been questioned in terms of any of the stories I've pitched, which basically are people I've met randomly either at an event or literally out, you know, mm-hmm. in the Bronx with my friends um, that I just happened to meet someone new. And I'm like, oh, you're working on that? Or like, oh my God, you created that business by yourself? Right. Or like, mm-hmm. even just like seeing a friends of a friend's post, you yeah. know, like, um, an artist I did a story on posted that this kid um, needed a <laughs> needs a kidney and he's like in dire need at this point and he's like our age and I'm like yo is he from the Bronx and right. she's like let me actually check and um and came back and I just saw her last night she was like 
News 12 called him like they're going to do the story, you know, and I'm like, it's just the little mm-hmm. things like being aware, like, so anything, you know, so long story short, I'm lucky that they trust that kind of like, hey, if I pitch a story, there's kind of no question. Um, but also, I don't feel I mean, we're kind of lucky we just cover anything and everything in the Bronx. So yes, that includes, you know, of course, during these months of February and March, like we're pushing, you know, like let's really delve deep. Like who can we cover for black history month that we maybe Mm -hmm. have like, you know, not covered in a while or, or, um, haven't paid attention to like, kind of like not the big, the big people that we would target, I guess, for like women's history month, you know, let's, let's Mm -hmm. think behind, you know, the scenes of like, uh, who would we miss? Or like, what's a job that like, we would really want to highlight that a woman is doing, you know? So yes, during, of course, certain months, we're like thinking outside the box of like, what more could we do with women in general or black people Mm -hmm. in general? But, um, you know, day to day, it's just, I mean, we have every culture in the Bronx. So it's kind of like we run into run into it you know and it is what it is so we're doing it because it is (laughs) i think that's so important that you that you take your work with you like even when you're not on the clock Mm -hmm. you know you're like i'm outside and i meet these people and then you take those experiences and that interaction and you give them the platform you know you're talking Mm -hmm. about that kid that needed the kidney and it's just like we wouldn't we wouldn't have known about that Mm -hmm. had you not met that person and been like oh this is a story Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and i think that's a wonderful thing that you're doing, especially like, you know, again, someone like me who's from the Bronx and sometimes we don't always have the exposure Mm -hmm. or even, um, we like, we're sometimes a little bit ignorant about some things. Like I don't, I don't know, or I don't watch the news or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then you, you know, you give them this platform where, you know, they could potentially blow up just because, you know, okay, now I saw your face on Instagram. Oh, okay. Who is this person? What do you do? Oh, you're an artist. Oh, okay. And now, mm-hmm. and now I'm going to your shows, or now I'm buying some of your work because you know someone like you took the time to actually develop that interaction, like that. Yeah. correct, mm-hmm. and give them the platform. Yeah, I think that's and, amazing. Yeah, and the thing, the thing is also is that it doesn't sound like you're taking work with you home. It's like this is part of your life. Like you love this, right? Life. It's not like baggage, like that. Right. I'm right. It's not in in the negative way taking it home. Yes. Like some right. people are like, ah, oh, nah, I'm shutting off my phone. Right. I can't look at emails. Like right. for me, it's like I'm just lucky I get to work with people. So it's just a natural thing. Like if I, yeah, and I, that's kind of like our duty is. I think as any reporter, I think your eyes need to be open. You know, for for the good and also for the bad. If like something doesn't look right or sound right, like yeah. it's kind of like, okay, I'm gonna follow up on that. You know. Right. <laughs> so I think it's just kind of like usually an innate thing for a mm-hmm. reporter. But you know, yes, could I just go about my life? you know, elsewhere and just kind of stay in my bubble and turn off on the weekends and be like, nah, I can't even deal with that. It might be a story, but I don't have the energy right now. Like, yes, but also it's just like such a natural, like, yes, thing. it's so blatant. It's like, all right, I'm writing that it's down. In you. I'm getting your info, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I want to talk about Dale Fuego because oh, yeah. you were there last night, mm-hmm. um, and you were featured on the panel. So, um, I don't know if you guys know Dale Fuego is an event kind of thing. Um, so yesterday they had a international women's day event where a couple people that I know were on the panel, including Jess. So what was that experience? Like, have you done one of these before where you just, okay. Yeah, I've definitely, I guess I've maybe like emceed or like host it, like Mm -hmm. been the interviewer, you know, the question asker, but, um, yeah, I've definitely done a, 
few panels, but um, this was cool. Like I was telling you when I walked in, like uh, Noel Santos from The Lit Bar, literally the creator, only bookstore in the Bronx currently, um, and just literally definition of like woman community boss um she was on the <laughs> panel yeah the i'm like i don't know how many words can i use um <laughs> but you know we're we're friends you know i've known her i remember when she was literally with a sign protesting the closing of barnes and noble um yep. that's that was yep. obviously a big story right. for the yes. news because right. we're like holy crap this is the only bookstore and it might close um in the borough and we remember this this woman you know pushing the petition and you know no we can't freaking close this down and she was you know just she grew up here but she also was like this boss hr worker down on wall street you know and she had a little her little picket sign like outside the barnes and noble like this is awesome (laughs) Um, so I remember her from back then. Obviously we've covered her every step of the way until her opening the actual store that she said she was going to open last April. Um, so I've become friends with her, but it was amazing to be able to like hear her answer certain questions that like, I haven't heard her. Maybe I've read it in yeah. Vogue, you know, her interview with Vogue or L or whatever the times, but you know, to be able to like look over and just be like, okay, like see see someone you know and are friendly with in that way, you know, kind of answer questions. And then of course, like learn from someone completely new. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Myri, I've never met before. I can't believe it, but you know, obviously started following her as soon as I knew that yeah. we were going to be on the panel. And I'm like, Oh my God, like her, it's going to be a blooming full day posts. Like in the Every morning, yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yes, thank <laughs> you. Um, so just like someone to also look over and, and learn something, learn her whole journey, but yeah. then also learn about her. It was like really cool to have different, of course, different women and different personalities and in different industries, mm-hmm. like all sitting next to each other. And it was packed and, um, it was awesome. Cause my mom was like, I mean, I'm free tonight. Would I I be able to come? I was like, hell yes, mom. And also my mom is my Bronx roots. Like she grew up here and, you know, I was like, yes, you should come. Like leave dad. Please drive down. You know, so it was really cool to have her there. I mean, my sister is like my best friend and she always comes, you know, to random Bronx things with me. But, um, so she came and then a couple girls from work too. Um, and just, you know, obviously whoever wanted to be there it was great to see a lot of men there as well. Um, yes. Yes. A freak. Cause I'm like, <laughs> we all get it. You guys need to listen. <laughs> like we get each other right, as yes. women, you know, like right. we know. Um, and, and also shout out to Afuego because the last Dala Fuego event they did with a panel was in either the fall or winter and it was strictly for men okay and about nice. mental health and vo- Ooh, being vulnerable yes. and you know so like they're always just like addressing an awesome theme like obviously international women's day they were gonna do this yes but i remember and i couldn't go to that one i was so mad because i was like this these are the conversations we need to be having yeah yeah so, <laughs> so important wow yeah. so yes. just shout out to a fuego for being amazing shout out you know? to a fuego yeah <laughs> <laughs> shout out to them <laughs> so it was a great night and then great music by all women DJs. Like, oh yes, yes. please, thank you. Yep. <laughs> now, now I feel bad. I should. Now I feel like you felt. Yes, I should have been there. Exactly. <laughs> See, like I should have been there. The thing I really wanted to go, and like my body was like, nauseous. 
the way you did those deadlifts. Yeah. You got it. And you got it. <laughs> going back, going back to the beginning. Hey, know yourself. Okay. okay. So, I woke up at five forty-five this morning. I cannot be out tonight. Yes, <laughs> you were sleeping with those <laughs> notifications off, and life was off. good. <laughs> like, I also. I'm happy for you for that. I really no, I actually, and I feel fantastic today. So I definitely needed it. Yes. I definitely needed needed it. Um, worth it. So let's talk about. Uh, in your bio, you said you were doing some sort of mentorship. Yeah, I think that goes along with, and we talked about this last night too. Just um, like com- community. Period. You know, like I mean, like since the beginning of time. I mean, women are kind of the leaders, the matriarchs of community, you know, and patriarchs for that matter, you know, like we ran everything and continue to run everything and now more so than ever before. So I think, you know, part of just in whatever way you want to give back to other women needs to happen. Um, And I think for me, I've just always loved like if I any fiery younger girl um if you're interested in being a reporter like done you know i got you and as long as you're showing me that you are pumped for this and you're driven and you know so i've just always um even when i was at syracuse like younger girls you know just younger people um that were in the program Mm -hmm. um and then obviously when i graduated you know continued to like skype or like go back to classes um there's like a new uh, there's a Syracuse campus in New York City. So each semester they get broadcast kids that are here Got to it. like um to intern and take classes. So I'll, you know, um when they created that program, I was getting a a student like every semester basically. How cool. Super cool. Awesome. But even in the Bronx, you know, and Brooklyn for that matter, you know, kids that have just reached out to me that are now in college or graduated. One of my mentees actually came last night. She's like, she's like, oh my God, I had to be there. So so cute. You know, it's so cool. It's such a full circle thing. Um, but so I just think that's a really important part in whatever you do and however you want to give back. Um I just think it's important as a literal gender to yeah. like, cl- like to, to just own our women community in whatever way that means for you. Yes. Um, cause that's how we win and that's how we move forward. Yes. You know, Cute. we need Cute each other. Who runs the world, Beyonce, please. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cute. Yeah. But it's just important, you know, if you're having a, even some, like just women outside of your industry too. It's just like, we all obviously have our inner circles. Like you guys on the Mm -hmm. phone, you know, like you come and do this and that's your way of giving, giving back to women in the world is like showing three of us. We're best freaking friends. Yeah. We're in different States, but we come together to give the world this conversation and that's a big deal yeah um if you're having a bad day just like who are the women that are in your freaking corner you know so i think just mm-hmm. like thinking of the women community that's around you and like what you're giving to that mentorship kind of falls into that like for me i love that but yeah i love that yeah you're always giving back and you're always paying forward when you take people under your wing mm-hmm. and teach them some of the things you give them a head start you yeah know, by by telling them hey you know you may think this but let me just share with you my experience just so you can get another perspective of that you know it's not always we talk about tv and people not knowing what what goes into actually making that finished product it's so many things mm-hmm. there's so many other things that go into it just don't think that it's 
you know, it's easy or that it's it's shiny because that's what's presented to you. There's so many, you, you the diamond has to go through a, such an extensive process to become a diamond and to shine the way it shines. Mm. It's the same with everything else that's worth having and worth doing. It's a process. It's a, not an easy process. And it, it takes a lot of hard work and a lot of dedication. And I can see that you're so dedicated to what you're doing. Right. And I, I really appreciate that you do that and you take the time out to do that as well. Right. On top of all the other things that you do. So that's amazing. Thank you. Yeah, on that note also, um, I think it's wonderful. What you're exemplifying right now is basically women are not competitions, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Competitors. Yep. We're here to support each other. And everything you're doing for the community, even in your work itself, and everything you do outside of work is showing that. It's like, hey, how can I be helpful to you mm -hmm. instead of looking at it like oh this is this young girl that could take my job one day right no. mm -hmm. right How right can be of service right so but important. there's like so many women out there still have that perspective and it's great to see women empower each other yes so thank you for, for for being that yeah and and you know what everyone has their own level of like what energy they want to put out like i understand like not everyone has like that personality or or that or that headspace or that right. heart space right. you know like but at least you know just walking down the street just like knowing and and putting out there for other women you know whether it's in an extensive way or a little way like this this isn't shocking or anything but it did just like put a smile on my face and like made me feel empowered when this happened I was walking home like late one night and um and by myself with like headphones in like whatever and um it actually wasn't even that late but you know it was dark whatever right. walking down the side street and um this girl crossed the street to come over to me to say she was like hey and like i took out my headphones she was like just want to let you know there's a guy down there screaming he was like trying to get me to come over like he's literally was pointing out to me hey like he's in that little crevice of the yeah. of the wall and like she was like, just wanted to let you know. I was like, wow. That's so thank nice. you. Right. Like opposite mm -hmm. side of the street for me, but cross the street just to let me know. Yeah. And I was just like, shout out. And I just like. Yeah, just that type of sisterhood that just like, yep. let me make sure that it's I. It's everything. Yes. Like, it's everything. Amen. You know, like did not, could have just stayed in her world and let me deal with it. Because God knows we all deal with that right. every freaking yeah, yeah, day. yeah. yeah. But it was just beautiful, you know? So whether whether it's as something as little as that of just, like, being on that page <laughs> for each other, um, for a stranger, for another woman, or it's something very intimate, like taking on a mentor, like, whatever it is, we just need to, like, stay in that, like, unified gender community. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think that that's something that's um, unique to our our generation right mm -hmm. now like that's something that we're definitely pushing right. i think the times are changing completely you yeah. know i think that we are in a space where we are able to communicate more effectively where we're more vulnerable where we're building more of a community with each other where we're able to do those types of things mm -hmm. right because that's something that you know like maybe five years ago even that would that's really shocking that somebody would have done that just hey by the way just make sure that you're safe when you cross the street you know just something so simple but mm -hmm. that's so big yeah you know because you still remember it obviously right so true right so i have a question for jessica cunnington <laughs> it's women's history Month, getting ready and i did want to know we've been trying to figure out what it means to be a woman yes so for you 
Uh, what does it mean to be a woman? Oh my god. <laughs> Take your time. It's okay. It's like the question I a I'm asking people this yes. month. You know, it's like hilarious, but then when it's flipped on you, you're like, oh god. Yep. Um, oh gosh. It's a lot of things. And a lot of things I. I don't know yet. You know, my anxieties, quote unquote, about when I think about the future, like being able to do it all, you know, so right. which every woman has that, you know, how am I going to be everything? So I think there's so many things about being a woman that I don't even know yet in terms of like having a family, mm. having a literal child come yeah. out of my body. Um, but right now, um, I think it is is so much what we just talked about, like the community aspect to it. Um, I think it's like um, learning for me, it's been learning and also like confirming my, my gut. Mm. Um, there you go. I think my gut is on freaking point. And like, you're reminded of that every time it's right. Yeah. You know, if you can't say anything else about being a woman, that is the epitome <laughs> of being a woman. Learning and listening to my gut. There is nothing more profound than a woman's intuition. I'm sorry mm. to cut you off, but that. No, is, I'm, I'm so happy you right. agree. Because that <laughs> is it's that's so right. It. That's it. it listen to your gut. That is it. That's all it is to be a woman. You're right. Period. Yeah. <laughs> period, period, period. You are right. If you think right. he's cheating, you're right. If you think they're treating you bad at the job, you're right. You're if right. If you think they're overcharging you on your bills, you're, you're right. right. Yes. You're right, you're right, you're right. Listen to your gut. Jessica, that, that's right. the hammer and the nail. I'm so happy. Because I was like, is this a weird way to answer the question? No. Like, no. But okay. If you so thank you. If you anything else to say, you just said it. That's the epitome of it. You just said it. And it sounds like till like from a younger you, you've been listening yes. to that and your intuition, yeah. your whole story, your whole journey to this point has from been yeah. changing careers mm -hmm. to um, to deciding that you wanted to come up to New York during your vacation time. Mm -hmm. Like it was gut feeling. Yeah, it, was just, it wasn't just timing. It's also about what we put out. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you've been doing that all along. So I believe you. <laughs> oh <my> God, you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> To you, it means intuition <laughs> and your gut. No, no, no. Thank you so much for sharing that because more women should do that and listen to their gut because women are right mm -hmm. all the time. <laughs> and it's hard, you know. Like we're we're always like battling, you know, like listening to your heart or listening to your mind. You know, like I, you know, of course, in like relationship stuff too. Like you're always like. Should I just go with like mm -hmm. my feeling or, but then like stubborn principle value Jess is yeah. like, nah, I'm not answering you, you yeah. know, like, <laughs> but then like, how oh, am I feel like I want, you know? So, but I feel like right. your gut is such a merging of like your feelings very, and your brain. Very grounded. It's, a, it's the anchor. Yeah. So it's, it's like I, that feeling, like when you feel it is like, all right, I gotta, I just gotta yep, listen. I gotta go to with the gut. And That's I right. feel like um, I listened to, um, I think that came to top of mind right now, mm -hmm. be, like the gut thing, because um, honestly, Janae Aiko's album just came out. Yes. <laughs> and I listened to all of it. And, um, and one of the songs I think is called Speak and like, just like the kind of the few lines in a row. One of them is like, speak from your gut. 
And I just like, I was like thinking about that line, just being like, wow, that is like so true. It's not just like the usual, like, okay, like speak up for yourself, you know, all these things that we're used to feeling, no, but like, like speak polite, from your gut. I you was know, like, wait, things. yeah, no, yes. yeah, no, yeah. speak from your gut, yeah. take up space, mm-hmm. you know, like don't be afraid. And I think that's, that's something that we're learning too as women. It's right. not just. And let me rephrase because I don't want to use the word just because we Mm. also we also do the thing where we say just or like LOL to like soften the blow. No, no. I said what I said, Mm -hmm. you know, as women, I I think we're correct. And I meant what I said. I think Mm -hmm. as women, we are now learning that we just not only we've known this the entire time that we deserve to be here, but also I like. I'm a boss at this. Like, it's not like, you know, like, give me a chance. No, I'm owning this, mm-hmm. you know? And I think we're, I think we're in that space where we could just be like, you know, and, and again, the times allow us to, to have that luxury, but you know, we're in a space where we can just speak from our gut, so to speak, our and gut. just say, nah, mm-hmm. like, you know? Yeah. Like, That's it. That's so it. yeah. <laughs> Yay. Yes. 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 <laughs> Do oh, you have, so yes, no, do you have any last words, any, uh, anything you want to put out there? What are you working on? Is there, is there something new that, you know, you want to add on your plate or is coming soon that we should be watching out for? We should be, uh, yes, on the lookout for? It's a busy March just at work-wise. There's a couple projects that are outside of that daily grind that I like right. told you guys, like the rundown of like coming in, getting an assignment. There are a lot of things that I'm not going through that daily grind because I am being taken out of the mix to work on like a couple things. Um, so that's that's cool. It's always cool to be part of those because like you do get the extra time. It's not like this race. And... Uh, so besides that, with the daily fuel thing, I was telling you, you know, it's been like a year of me. I, I want to make that like a series for like myself, like outside of work, um, on that human connection. So mm-hmm. kind of like a half podcast, half like video series, just cause I love obviously the visuals. The visuals. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I think this is definitely showing me like you guys just like are definitely inspiring me by like me sitting here today. I'm like, Oh, like they do the podcast every week. Yeah. Like, what, you know, and I know that I'm just procrastinating for the sake of, procrast- you know, it's like, we know we can do anything. You just literally yes. have to okay. do it. So I think this is really helping me. So hopefully look out for not only okay. more hashtag daily fuel posts, but also hopefully a series that I just need to so put a daily my foot down and just do. Show. Yes. Is that what we're expecting? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, more than just the photo, you know? So. Okay, okay. I'm trying. But thank that you guys awesome. so much. No, thank you for being here. Are you kidding? This is so fun. <laughs> I'm like jealous. Like, can I just come in the background every week? You can like, absolutely just come. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. So fun. That would be awesome. No, this was fantastic. Thank you again for, for coming on. Um, yes, thank you for so being much. our second guest on our O2 Fearless Women series. Yeah, no, we, I think I think so I can speak for all of us when I say we learned a lot about basically what it is that you do mm-hmm. and just the behind the scenes, you know, because we kind of have an idea. We do yes. this podcast, yes. you know, we work behind the scenes, too. But, mm-hmm. you know, yours is a completely different level. So shout out to you for being mm-hmm. a boss ass, you know, woman. From one woman to another, thank you for what you are doing. Yes. Community as well. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, very important. You know, again, I've said it like three, four times in this episode. (laughs) Just being a Bronx woman, like it's so important to me. It's so important to me that that you're highlighting um, my community specifically. Um, So thank you everyone for tuning in. 
Dika Chisme is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and Libsyn. Please follow us on social media. We are on Instagram and Twitter at Dika Chisme. Ali, tell them who should be listening. Make sure that you share this podcast with your mother, your brother, your sister, your uncle, both your baby daddies. Both, both of them. them. Yes, both of them. <laughs> and all the people in your life that you know and love. Anything else, guys? No, thank you again, no? Jess, for coming Thank on. you again, Jess, for coming out. Thank you so much for sharing with us. We appreciate you. We love you. Thank you for all that you do and continue to keep up the great, 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 great work that you do. You ladies too. Yes. <laughs> Everyone have a good week. Yes. And that's all for this week's episode of DK Chisme. I'm Allie. I'm Evie. And I'm Julie. Until next week, Chismosas. Peace. Bye. Bye. <laughs>